Hey friends, welcome to the No Grow Show podcast, a Southside youth group podcast. It's just the family getting to know the family. Guys, today we have two legends in the youth ministry department. Give it up for Natalie and Elena. How you guys doing? Good, good. How are you? How you doing? How you doing? They're sharing a mic, so. Doing amazing. <laughs> they were just here for Wednesday morning Bible study. Oh, yes. Come. Everybody come to Wednesday morning Bible study. Highly recommend. And we are we are currently recording these podcasts, and we haven't even announced it to the general public yet that we have this at all, so fun times. Here's the thing. So you guys have, how long have you guys known each other? Well, we knew each other in sixth grade, but we didn't really become friends until seventh grade. <laughs> oh. So you guys have, but you guys are sophomores right now. Juniors. I always assume that you're seniors, Every so that's time. why I just drop it. Like, I know they're not seniors, so they're not. Who are they? <laughs> Who are these people that are in my wife's small group? Yeah, so. You guys have known each other for a long time, and you guys uh, have been growing in Christ together for a long time. So tell me about that. How have you guys, uh, how have you come to Jesus? How, do, how have you encouraged each other in your walk with Christ? Talk to me. Okay, well, it all started in sixth grade when I met Elena, and we rode the bus together to Freeman every day where we went to middle school. It's a long drive. We had really good conversations and you guys both went to Freeman? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> Where it all started. And um, then I, Fundango came when I was in eighth grade. I was so excited for my first Fundango. And uh, I can't remember why, but I was just like, I mean, you know, we encourage, uh, you always encourage us to like invite friends. And so I was like, I don't really know Elena that well, but I think it'd be kind of cool. I was a little nervous, but I invited her and she came and it was really cool. And ever since then, um, We've really got to enjoy our friendship growing together, and especially through these ministry, which I did not expect. You did not expect this to have her happen. And Elena, you did not expect this to happen. No. I just said the same thing twice. <laughs> so talk to me. From your perspective, this random woman comes up to you and says, yo, want to go hang out at church? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so... Seventh grade, Elena, very anxious, not amazing with the social skills. So Natalie, the social butterfly, comes and asks me to go to her church. And I didn't know anyone there. So I was like, obviously, this is the best place. So I was going to go with her. And it was really awesome because I went and I got to meet everyone. And I forgot everyone's names. I still don't know them. (laughs) But it was a really awesome experience. And yeah. (laughs) So then, how when did your relationship with Jesus become real? So, I always like to say it that Fundango that she invited to me was the first time I ever, like, heard or, like, felt the Holy Spirit's present in my life. But I think the first time it became real was when I had been going to youth group for a while, and I was kind of really struggling, and one night I kind of just turned to God. And because I'd been going to youth group for so long, um that long being like five months was um like had kind of given me the background knowledge to know like I can turn to God and it doesn't really matter like 
how I feel, what I've done, like he's got my back. And that's when it started to grow. Mm, that's good. Tell me uh, God's story uh, from the two of you. We'll start with you, Natalie. When What has God been doing in your life recently? Hmm. Well, oh, first I'd like to say, I something I remember always is at that first Fandango that I brought Elena to. Guys, Fandango is so real. Like, cool stuff happens there. For those of you who might not know, Fandango is our fall retreat. Fun? Dang. Go! It is incredible, so get yourself there. It is a fun time, and our whole goal is to just bring students to Christ, and we do it by having a whole lot of fun, too. Yeah. But so, anyway, Fandango is an amazing experience, as you were saying. Yeah, it's it's been really cool seeing how, like, God still uses those Fandangos from our eighth grade. You know, next, we just had our 11th grade one. Um. I remember we were walking back from our, our good friend Molly, right, shared her testimony, and it was really impactful, and um, as we were walking back, Ian said, I'm excited to hear your guys' testimony. So Elaine and I, when we were walking together, and that terrified me, <laughs> <laughs> but it's really cool seeing, like, I would have been, like, really scared or thought I would have had nothing to say on a podcast talking about youth ministry in our faith so yeah really cool anyways um most of my god stories and um what i've seen god doing in my life lately have been uh praying for opportunities uh and most of them sometimes they're not always huge opportunities like say throwing a bible out the window at someone (laughs) (laughs) who would do that that sounds no no um but most of them have been like like elena said i i think one um gift that god's given me is being a pretty social person and being able to like walk up and talk to people um and so most of my stories have been just unlikely um like opportunities for me to talk to people and sometimes I don't know if it actually makes a difference yeah (laughs) or what they think when I walk away but yeah still small things baby steps baby steps easy wins I love it Elena okay so lately in my life I feel like the exact opposite of Natalie, <laughs> because I'm not a social butterfly, but God has kept pushing me into situations where he's making me a leader, and that is hard for me sometimes, because I sometimes it's hard, but um, I guess God's been pushing me to just listen to him and trust him and just take like big leaps of faith um, to go shine as a light for him at school, even when I don't feel 100% confident about myself. Yeah. What do you, uh, so we talk a lot about fight verses at Southside Youth Group. The fight verse is that kind of dagger in the boot, the sword, the shield. It's the, uh, we really believe in, as when scripture says, uh, if he is, uh, that the Bible is living, active, sharper than any double-edged sword that pierces between bone and marrow, soul and spirit. So we talk about fight verses. We love fight verses. And since I asked you first, Natalie, we're going to ask Elena first this time, what is your fight verse? Okay, I did want Natalie to go first because I don't have mine memorized as I should. That's all right. You don't need it memorized. Just give us the Elena version. Okay, so Isaiah 40 says... Uh, <laughs> does, it, does it say that original, original Hebrew? Yes. <laughs> um, it, it's a bit more pretty than that, but oh, yes. Okay, that's okay. good. That's good. Uh-huh. Um, it basically just says that like... Lift your eyes on high and look to the heavens and see who has created these things. Um, he, being God, calls out, knows all the stars by their name. He calls them out by numbers. By the greatness of his might and the strength of his power, not one is missing. 
And that's always been my fight verse. Thank you. All right. So why? Why is that a fight verse? Well, it hasn't been my fight verse forever, but um, I've been looking to it more recently just because it kind of reminds me to get out of my head and just like stop looking at myself and like look up, take your eyes off of like yourself and your own selfish things. Look up at God and see like he created you with a purpose. You know, as long as you're still here, his purpose for you, his plan is still going. So just look at God and listen to him because you're his. Yeah. Mm. That's good. Natalie. Uh, Mine has been, I've kind of grown up with this verse and it's always kind of stuck with me. It's Psalms 23. It's really all Psalms 23. It's just the whole chapter is good, but um, especially Psalms 23, 4. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for my God is with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And uh, I had a lot of doubt about it because I was like, everyone knows that verse. It's just, it's too basic. But you know what? It's well known for a reason. It's really comforting at times and like reminds me, especially like God's like walking beside me and like he knows me and he knows um, the green pastures and still waters uh, that I need. That's good. I love that. Hey, so what has been something that the Lord has really been challenging you? What has been like a hard thing that you've had to be trusting him? You don't obviously have to go super deep, but like, talk to me. What has been, what has been something that has been, that you've had to give a little bit more trust to him? Either one of you. I don't care who goes first this time. Okay, I'll go first because Natalie's giving me the look. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this is what good friends do. This yes. <laughs> okay, so this is a challenge I've recently kind of come out of, but for the past, like, month and a half or so, I had just been struggling to connect with the word. I was trying really hard to read it every day and to pray and do all this, and it was just not coming, and I was just really frustrated with myself because, like, I kind of felt like, I'm doing the right things. Why isn't like, you know, why don't I feel anything? Why don't I hear anything? And then I just felt bad because I felt like I should be hearing things and I shouldn't be mad at God for that. Mm. Um, And so basically I had just been challenged that whole time though to just like, like my phrase that I kept saying was like, well, I don't feel anything, but I'm going to do this anyways. Mm. And so I just kept reading my Bible and kept praying even though I really was frustrated because I couldn't get anything out of it. But I knew that God would use all of that. Even he could use me and my Bible reading, even when I didn't feel up to it. So I just kept going through it. And now I did come out of that season, thankfully. And I feel like more filled up and ready to go. Um, Just shine a light for other people. That's good. That's good. good. Talk to us now. Okay, I'm ready now. Um, uh, Something that I've been kind of wrestling with in my faith lately um like since school started really is uh what god wants me to do with my time i've had a pretty easy season and um i've been trying to go to god and thanks for that and um but kind of just getting ready for whatever he has next for me um i don't want to be one of those christians who only goes to god in the bad times or or one of those Christians that only goes to God in the good times. And so um, I've been kind of trying to find ways. I know Ian and I have talked about, like, to kind of, like, armor up. Like, put on the armor of God and, like, get ready for whatever God has to throw at me. And so, um, yeah, especially, like, being in scripture, which is something I didn't do as much. But I really started, service crew really challenged me to have, start good habits in that. And ever since then, it's really been like i've really seen the fruits of that in my life 
What is one of your favorite youth group events? Service crew. <laughs> Tell me what service crew is for those who don't know. Okay, service crew is um, an amazing week where you go to Camp Spalding, all of our favorite place, <laughs> in uh, the summer, and you really get to... Um, <laughs> well, it doesn't sound very fun at first because you're um, helping around the camp with dishes and cleaning and everything that needs to be done. It's just a really good service opportunity. And I, what I especially liked is getting to know the people more, even people I like didn't think I'd talk to, but now I'm good friends with. And yeah, it's just a really good like bonding out opportunity and growing in your faith, like alongside the people. Mm, that's good, Elena. <laughs> Okay, so I think my favorite youth group thing that we do is probably say law, um, which I don't know. I've we've only been doing it, we've only done it twice, but every time I go, I've just been felt very challenged to like, because I l always like to keep moving, and so the first say law I ever went to, I just had like in my mind, I felt God speaking to me like, um, be still and know that I am God. So whenever we go to Selah now, it's kind of just like a time to rest in God and kind of like kind of get filled up and pour out. And also just having that fellowship with all those people um, and a little bit more like closer. It feels like more close than service crew, I guess, because you're not spread out all over the place. Cleaning running. toilets. And yeah, <laughs> I do love dishes. cleaning toilets. What is <laughs> so what's Selah for those who don't know? Um, so Selah is a word in the Bible. Um, usually I feel like I see it in Psalms more, but it means this, like in a song, a pause or a rest. And so at least for me, when I go to Selah, that's kind of how I think of it. Just like a time to stop and like look to God. Yeah. Well, we go camping out and, uh, it, so far it's been two different places, but we just go camping, you make your own food and you, it's kind of more rustic. And it's uh, just a time to, yeah, just like you were saying, Elena, just rest in, in him and recuperate. Especially after the years that we've all been having, we need some of that rest. Yes. Um, all right, so the next thing I got for you is this. You are in front of the entire youth ministry, and you have an opportunity to say something to them. If you had the opportunity to do just a thing, you get to tell them one thing. What are you going to tell them? You can encourage them, challenge them, whatever it is. Ooh. Um, that's a hard one. <laughs> okay, I'm getting the look again. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I don't really know, but I'm just gonna let God give me the words right now, even if they aren't perfect. I guess if I had to challenge people or encourage them with whatever I end up saying, I think it would just be look to God, um, and all that you do, even. The small things like how you say hi to someone in the hall today or the big things like maybe you got in a fight with your mom or something and you're going to go up and forgive them even if you don't feel like it. So I would just challenge you to like let God lead you in all that you do and let him be your light throughout the day and the week and the rest of your life. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. I I would definitely say what something that Ian has said that stuck with me is what you put in to the youth ministry you will get out like investing in your small groups is such a big thing and um even though it can seem maybe a little intimidating at first um really getting to know your leaders maybe ask your leaders i mean i know our leaders love getting to know us more just going out for coffee or planning even just fun things like 
watching The Chosen or <laughs> that stuff is has been really impactful for me. And those are kind of relationships that you'll um, definitely keep after, even after we graduate. <laughs> we don't talk about that. We all we all going to graduate, that's for sure. But hey, that not that the best part, is that you're starting things here, and it doesn't mean because you leave the youth ministry that you're leaving those relationships. Yeah. That's for real. Guys, this is the No Grow Show podcast. This is from the Southside Youth Group. Thank you guys so much for joining me, Natalie and Elena. We're huge fans of you guys, and I'm so excited for everyone to just get to know you a little bit more today. Any final thoughts before we close out? God is good. God is good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You guys are awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you on Monday, 68, for our youth ministry. Love you, fam. Bye-bye.